What? I have earlier referred to Charles Chester. During the rubber slump, when, <laughs> when, I, was, when I was on leave and Charles was working as a hall porter, I had a terrible dysentery <laughs> coupled with my would own you, slump, you know. Before you sit down in there, would you help me port this hall over here? He said he had two days leave to spend with me and would like to have some tennis, a game I did not like. Was yeah. my dysentery. Right, so. But I agreed. Is very bad for your tennis. Right? As, Over the hump in the as he'd bought his flannels and a racket, and I said I would come to watch him play. After he had a game or two and flirted with some of the girls, we returned to my furnished house at Bourne End. On the way home, I decided to buy some Worn of my out. <laughs> favorite Chopin records and a Victor Sylvester. We entered the music shop. The manager was standing, talking to some earnest young men in spectacles with long hair, no doubt musicians, but there was a young lady who smilingly came over to service. <clears throat> I explained my requirements, and she went to a large cupboard, picked the dance record out of the top drawer, then bent down to the bottom drawer for the <coughs> Chopins. <laughs> She's wearing a very tight skirt, <laughs> emphasized a rather large but shapely bottom. <laughs> Charles just could not resist the temptation to give her a tap on the bottom. <laughs> However, he tapped a bit harder with his racket than he meant to, and she toppled forward and bumped her head. <laughs> Chester, like lightning, slipped out of the door in his sneakers, noiselessly and unseen. The girl with a red face and disheveled hair got up, turned round, and before I could move, slapped me on the face as hard as she could Ow! and called me every nasty name she could think of. In fact, losing control of herself. You piece of cheese! <laughs> uh, you, you non-traditional musician! The manager turned at me and said, How dare you! Before turning to the young lady, wringing his hands and repeating, Miss Wilson! Miss Wilson! I made a beeline for the door, leaving my Chopins on the floor. Oh, wonderful. That's from the Borneo Bulletin? That's called, as I recall, from the Borneo Bulletin. Well, you know, Tonto, no other organ of the female anatomy can be so easily injured. Who is injured. That man? Such injuries may often turn out to be permanent. If you wish to massage your breasts, Sheriff, do it gently and slowly. Avoid vigorous and too frequent use of this practice. Should you wish to massage, do so at night and for no more than a period of ten minutes. Always rub around and around and up. Never should you push your breasts down or flatten them. To do so might very easily weaken the muscles supporting them and tend to stretch the tissues. Beep, 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 from the sky at Barrio, when 30 of them were parachuted to the Calabit Highland settlement to combat a plague of rats and mice which were eating the rice crop. The aircraft also dropped machinery, petrol and spares, which landed on several cows. Put me on the air, Mr. Ranger, spellbound by this Negro music and what I was talking about, George. I couldn't get I couldn't get your engineer to turn off that Negro music so I could talk about it. <laughs> well, Lawrence, I'm glad you dropped by. Uh, excuse me, I am glad you are dropping by. <laughs> well, one and two and three and four. Yes. 
Larry, here's a 10-foot breast massager that they smoke in Whittier that we confiscated along... Oh, it's my manager, Larry, Larry. Oh, boy. After reading in the bulletin about unfriendly buffaloes, Mr. Wilfred Collard of Magengtal has reminded me about I.H.N. Evans' Bengal to his friends, a writer on the Kadazan customs and proverbs who would travel around the campongs on a carabao as he wasn't much of a horseman. <coughs> Bangao told a story of one polite native whose buffalo didn't want to be his mount. He said, it is not used to the smell of scented soap. I like Borneo. Have you got a bathroom here? <laughs> this whole place is a bathroom, Governor. He's the only one in town. What do you suppose people do with Borneo? <laughs> Ever sung rock and well, roll in a bathroom like this before? They don't, they don't, they don't read Playboy. No, Could you take us off Echo? For, uh, me off Echo? Off oh, Echo! Oh, echo don't echo, tell echo. me to do it when I'm under the table! They, they don't. No, I mean, what, the, the lead article in this Borneo bulletin is uh, first thing is cutback worries Brunei building builders, mm. leaders of Brunei's building industry now the second largest in the state. Are we on the air? That's the same thing they worry yeah. about there. Yeah, they're worried about that. Then there's another thing. It says uh, no ban but no Playboy. In Censorship. Yeah, in Brunei same, Town. Same thing. But listen how it happened. Yeah. A rumor that Playboy magazine was to be banned in Brunei caused the agents here to cancel orders. The January and February issues have not been sold in the state, but bookstores are still selling back issues. When asked why the magazine had not arrived, most bookstores replied that they'd heard it had been banned, but could not explain why they were still allowed to sell back issues. Both the police and the customs department said they had received no instructions that the magazine was banned, and so far as they were concerned, it was still a legal import. Apparently, no one connected with the sale of Playboy in Brunei has checked with the authorities. Okay, rumors run on. like yeah. wild pigs in Borneo. You know that. They've solved the censorship problem, though. They did? Sure, of How's course. That? Well, you just rumor it around that uh, it's against the law, you see, which is what censorship really is. means against <clears throat> the law. Right. You just rumor it around that it's against the law, and everybody says, oh, oh yeah, it's against the law. The they've, law. they've done that for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, you don't they've implied that it. a lot of things are against the law, and so we've gone around and said, oh, yes, well, that must be against the law. I've heard it is. Well, Never you read it, though. The Napoleonic Code of Paranoia tells you that something <laughs> is against the law till proven in active you know, in active life, that it's not against the law. Uh, I've, I've used that. That, uh, is the, that, that is the that really Napoleonic... Is, uh, uh, I don't know if I want to try that. It's probably code. against the law. Yeah, yeah. Or that old uh, 1920s uh, expression, of, uh, you know, everything I like is either illegal, immoral, or fattening. That's right. That? Mm. right. So I can't Same have thing. fun doing anything That's that right. I like to do. You can massage your breast. <laughs> I tried doing that. It's fattening. Someone help me out of this chair, please. Yes. Here, I'll just pull you up by the breasts. Oh, oh, oh. Now they're long and stringy. That's <laughs> terrible. Oh, told you not to push. Uh. Push, pull, click, click. I thought driving push, up pull, the street, click, I click. thought... What's that? Push, pull, click, click. Change blades that quick. Taking pictures with Change the Linux. Change blades that quick. Shick, uh, shick ejector razor oh, I'm blades. I'm sorry. Stop yes. this sorry about media that. madness. Yes, indeed, what were you right. saying? I said... Uh, Driving, driving up, road. driving quietly. Yes, well, it was very serious. I was driving up Colorado <laughs> Boulevard, and uh, the thought occurred to me that this, the, the song lyric occurred to me, I love you, body and fender. Good, man. To me. That's excellent. 
We had also thought of coming over, driving in the Toyota over here up Colorado Boulevard. We had thought of... Wow. I've put a noose around my neck to say I love you. To sing I love you. To, to sing, sing I, love I love you, you. Yeah, which well, is part of the Armand Squash. Yeah, we were thinking of who was it, Lou Rawls putting on a blazer and a tie to sing a song. <laughs> right. Mm. Boy, this is... Do you want to know what else happens in Borneo? Some pretty strange yes, things. I, yes. I don't know if that's I want where to know pigs, anymore. That's where well, it's just all women media. And gardens. No, I wouldn't <laughs> care about Borneo if you didn't tell me. Pig women in gardens. Pig women in gardens. There's a picture here of two young people. I'd say they're probably 12 years old, a young Negroes or they Negroes? No, and they're being escorted by two policemen, apparently, in military hats and short pants, and it says at the top of the picture, Cheat goes to prison. Mm. Woman inspector Chi Yang leads... Woman inspector? Yeah, Chi Yang. Leads Lim Chi Shing, 25, away to begin a three-month sentence for cheating. Cheating? Yeah, it's a, he was an assistant of a timber you company. Oh, you missed it. oh, I see. He obtained for, he obtained from them one thousand three hundred ninety dollars to quote arrange for their passports end quote, mm. and uh, so he really was a little more than cheating that. Well, that's mm. that's just a misdemeanor. Mr. Wong told him that he Mr. had committed. No, oh yeah, listen right, to this. Right. Listen to what the magistrate said. Uh, uh, Mr. Wong told him that he had committed a silly offense. But in consideration of his youth and his being a first offender, his sentences would run for three months. A silly of committed a silly offense. It's very English. It's isn't just it? as big a bummer in Borneo as it is here. Sure. Right. <clears throat> right. We will put you in jail. The worldwide Matt. state. Mm -hmm. That's worry and concern and bad bowels caused by living on like 10-4, 2155.